This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 56. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, one minute at a time. I'm Brian Mission. It's Dave Castile. <laughs> what did he do this time? No, it's Sam Brown. It's actually me. What did you do this time? <laughs> We're awful. Do we screw it up? <laughs> we are awful people. <laughs> All right, and we pick up with uh, the girl, because we don't know her name yet, uh, saying never mind and disappearing into a cloud of smoke. And Scott says, man, someone help me. <laughs> Sam says this a lot, every morning, actually, I think. Pretty much. I just roll out of bed, and I, that, that's what I say. <laughs> anyway, we, I am making myself out to be the most pitiful person. <laughs> I don't help you with some of the intros. I always pick, like, the sad, pathetic ones for you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> At least I know you're thinking about me. <laughs> I, I do it sometimes, like, this is kind of actually mean. I should give this one to Dave, <laughs> just, to, just to switch it up. Anyway, we get a uh, phone ringing noise and an answer uh, with Stacy at the coffee shop with a little bit of split screen action here. We hear Scott say, it's Scott. And as our intro tried to prove, <laughs> Stacy says, what did he do this time? Scott's like, no, it's Scott. It's actually just, me. <laughs> she just assumes it's Wallace calling about Scott again. Oh, it's Scott. He's in the hospital or it's Scott. He's screwed up this Opened girl's life. Mouth again. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then she asks him what he did this time. He's like, I didn't do anything. It's everyone else that's crazy. So anyway, Scott believes he's having a meltdown and or something and wants to talk to Stacy at work. <laughs> she says she's literally about to leave, and Scott says, cool, he's coming in. Which then we get an Edgar Wright moment. Yes. Now, we've, we've had moments throughout this several last minutes, but we haven't had like an Edgar Wright moment in a while. And this is we get sure the, the entire movie's been Edgar Wright. Yes, yeah, but, well, how, how you know what I mean. Like, like, like something he'll do in other films. Have we been watching the same movie? <laughs> I have. Every I don't know. minute has been an Edgar Wright minute. No, but 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 a moment here where where he decides to okay. do the single cam, follow a character from one point to the next. Well, didn't we like just do this with Knives and Scott when Scott was in the phone booth and? Like when you did the whole camera rotating around them, and then knives sure. is right there, and sure. But this one's also very, fun yeah. This one is uh, where so Scott walks into the coffee shop and asking for a doll of a decaf this time, and then Jules behind the counter and well, uh, asks any Scott that <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Scott I, I, Pilgrim. Love, <laughs> I love this moment though when 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 it's Scott attempts to hang up the phone and fails. Right. Because <laughs> you just hear it off the hook in that moment. Did it miss? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he just like just basically <laughs> just dropped it. That's I awesome. I didn't catch that. Uh, he, he walks out of the phone booth and right into the second cup. Yeah. It's, it's right in front of the store, which is what we've seen at least once before with knives and possibly more than that. Yeah. But anyway, we get... But, uh, so this is your Edgar Wright moment, right? It's just the... It's just the following the cam. single cam follow into the shop. Yeah, because, I mean, he did this a lot with most of the movies that he did with uh, 
Simon Pegg, you know, just kind of follow him from point A to point B with everything in between. Yeah. You know, there's no cut in the shot. It takes you all the way into. But it's also a completely efficient shot. Like the distances Absolutely. are so short that you're not like waiting for them to walk somewhere. Right. Right. Absolutely. So the, the pacing's maintained. Okay. So anyway, we've established that. Jules is behind the <laughs> counter. And uh, Scott asked where Stacy is as she yells Scott Pilgrim at him. And Scott's like, what'd you do with my sister? And then we see <laughs> Stacy outside the coffee shop knocking on the window saying she's got to go. And it's so upsetting because we haven't seen Stacy in a while. It's actually funny when I was watching this minute. I'm like, oh, I forgot about her. Yeah, great <laughs> to see her again. And then we get the great scene with Jules. Oh, man. And this was done <laughs> largely to, well, this was done certainly intentionally, but to help along its uh, PG-13 rating. As uh, she gets bleeped out with a little black box over her mouth every time but she... But here's the thing. Effins, effins this, effins that. The comedy of this scene is so layered. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, very self-aware. Okay, they're, they're bleep, right. They're bleeping it out to get to maintain that rating. At the same time, it's funnier bleeped out. And it's playing on the fact that it's funnier that it's bleeped out. Right. And then it's self-aware that it's bleeping itself out. Right. To where Scott says, how are you doing that with your mouth? Right. <laughs> and she's like, don't bother how I'm, don't worry about how I'm doing it's it like, with my mouth. She like swats it away. Waves it away from her own mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And also, like, all the bleeping sounds, instead of being bleeps, are, like, modem sounds, which is... Right, extra. it's very... Yeah, they, they change constantly. It's a modulated yeah. sound. Wow. Yeah, yeah, modulation. So, yeah, you get uh, just some banter kind of almost back and forth where, you know, he's just asking what she's doing here. How many jobs do you have? Uh, and or, or is there any place that she doesn't work? And that's right. where she says, uh, you know, they're, they're called jobs, and Scott wouldn't know anything about that. Because he this clearly... Is job number two that we've seen her in yeah yes because we saw her at the record store record store record store yeah. yeah have we seen her anywhere else i don't think so not not yet no nope. okay dun 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 sorry but anyway she gives him crap about asking ramona out and she told after she had told him not to do that that's that's where he then says the uh, how you doing that with your mouth line and uh and she tells him to look in the mirror before he wreaks havoc on another girl. Kind of going back to when she was listing all the this is, bad relationships. This is an interesting thing because this is venom. Right. This is absolute venom coming from Julie again. Could, and it's worse than last time. Could she have been one of those girls? I don't. Somehow she has been affected or she's been best friends with every one of them or something. I don't think she was one of the girls, but... Somehow it's like everybody comes to her or something. Because otherwise, uh, why would is, she really care? Right. I mean, just yeah. She's the only person that you don't really kind of get the feel is kind of slightly looking out for Scott. Wallace looks out for Scott. Stacy looks out for Scott. Stephen looks out for Scott. Yeah, and all in the their other. own ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Kim. Uh, you know. She, she's she wants kinda, him to die, but she yeah she still cares for him yeah um, so it's it's just kind of an interesting this is this is venom yep um, and it's just yeah and then yeah, I she, think you're right I think like why would she be so intensely verbal about this if she didn't have some investment 
Right. Right. One There's some the sort of history there. You've read all the books, right, Sam? Is there any connection to that? I don't remember any connection. Yeah. So I think it's hypothesis. <laughs> Is she this way in the book too? Uh, I don't want to say. I can't remember. Well, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> well, which is it? Do you not want to say, or can you not remember? <laughs> I don't want to say it because I can't remember. I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I know something I don't. Yeah, I think she was a little bit in the party scene earlier in the in the book. Well, she was definitely intense in that party yeah, scene. That was because, lifted right out of the book. Right. They had they they did the lighting and all the kind of effects of her similarly. So yeah, she certainly does have this kind of anger towards Scott. Anyway, the minute ends kind of. Right over a line uh, where she says uh, that the girl that kicked him in the ass is uh, walking the streets of Toronto again. And we see the CD rack, I believe, of... Uh, it's just the poster the, on the, the wall. The cutout stand-up or poster. Or whatever or that some, thing is, yeah. She, advertisement, yeah. I mean, they're all over this uh, coffee shop, uh, but of envy. They're anywhere Julie works. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like she's got this as a reminder as well for just to it's almost like she takes pleasure in that one because scott's done it so many times to others this is the one that gets him so she kind of enjoys or is it the exact opposite that she constantly has to see all these cutouts and is really annoyed and she blames scott for it that could be that too (laughs) i don't buy that one i may have said it but i don't buy that one yeah that's an interesting take i mean but uh yeah absolutely if you hadn't broken her heart, she wouldn't have joined that band and gone, and I wouldn't have to be looking at all these stupid record label cutouts. Well, he didn't really break her heart. That's the thing. She broke I, his, but, so, yeah. Yeah, but she would blame him. Sure. Oh, uh, you know, absolutely. Everything's his fault. Because she she blames him for breaking everybody's heart. Right. Or she did say the girl that broke your heart is walking the streets of Toronto again. So. Exactly. And she was kind of happy about it. More right. Venom. Right, wanted to kind of dig. It's a dig at him. So yeah. here, look at this. Hey, look at this. Just you scratching know. those wounds. Yep, yeah. exactly. Anything else in this minute? That's the minute. So, um, did you guys pick up stuff else in the coffee shop? I know this minute's got a lot of coffee shop stuff. I, I'm, I'm, I'm counting on you guys to pick it all up. I caught two things out of this particular minute. Um, one, one vaguely relevant. One more relevant to our show. Um, meaning this, this, what we're talking about here and the, uh, uh, the vaguely relevant was there were seven bleeps. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I didn't count. Um, Good. There was just seven bleeps. And then there's, there's a, in the poster in the background, there is, uh, like a coffee poster advertising one of theirs. And in that poster, it says experience what attention to detail looks like, which I thought was very fitting for our show. Nice. Um, that is awesome. Because so, that's what we're doing, right? Um, that should be our so tagline. experience what attention to detail sounds like. Um. <laughs> there was also something that said, like, customers using cell phones won't be served, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that was really blurred, but I made that out, too, but I didn't care. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Um, I, I see that all the time. So. Good stuff. That was, that was it out of this particular minute. Anything else um, you picked up on, Sam? Nope, just that this encounter would... Julie is one of those that I think is uh, it's such a standout uh, distillment of Julie's character. I mean, there isn't a lot of Julie's character in this movie, but this is the part that I think of when I think of Julie and why I love Aubrey Plaza in this part so much. Yeah, it's one of the iconic moments in the film. And I believe, didn't they date as a result of this movie? Michael Sarah and Aubrey Plaza? 
I thought I, I read that know, somewhere. I do not want to say. Which is kind of <laughs> Sam's not Sam's not going <laughs> to buy into that one. I thought I read that somewhere that they dated for a couple of years after this film as a result of meeting. We're going to find film, out so. Julie's you know like several years older than, uh, well, probably pauses older than Michael Sarah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean he's still he's still in his twenties. And this movie was old. He will so. forever be 22. Right. Uh, I think he's just stunted. <laughs> yeah, so. he's Ralph Macchio. So, uh, okay. Oh, well, if there's nothing else for this minute, then I'm sure th- these are some good minutes here that people could pick stuff out from. Dave, how can they communicate with the show and tell us what we missed? <laughs> you can find us on the Twitter at Scott versus Minute. Hashtag experience what attention to detail sounds like. Wow. You can find us on the interwebs <laughs> at scottversusminute.com. We are on Facebook, Scott versus Minute. And if you feel like emailing, you can email Brian because he's the only one that reads them, mm-hmm. even though he never gets them, at scottversusminute at gmail.com. And it's a good thing Twitter has expanded its uh, character limit because that hashtag might use most of it up. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to actually like tweet at us first. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then, uh, Sam, how uh, else can they find us on the internet? Us being Brian and I, uh, Brian and I reviewed those obscure streaming movies uh, on a show called Streaming Nonsense. You can find us at streamingnonsense.com. I kept trying to <laughs> come up with something, and I'm like, you can't do this on the fly, dumbass. <laughs> you don't have the skills. No, nope, no skills. But they're not, they're, they might be obscure movies, but a lot of them are good movies. So definitely check us out at streamingnonsense.com. We've done the, we've done the math. Yep. And it's you could ch- actually some pretty impressive stuff you guys have done. So, Thank you. Yeah. And you can check out Dave and I at uh, podcastturby.com. We recently did a show a week or two ago, by the time this one's posted, <laughs> um, where we or talked about our thoughts and uh, hopes for the Solo, the Star Wars story film. Oh, I just thought you guys were going out on your own. Yeah, we had a long talk about that one, and I'm not sure what I, we what we decided on that, so I, check it I out. I heard what you did there, Solo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hope. <laughs> yeah. Hope Solo, the whole yeah. Olympian thing. Is yeah, that what I, I did? It. I did that? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. All right. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Man, I should do this for a living. All right. Check out moviesbyminutes.com for other films that are analyzed one minute at a time, and that's going to do it for this minute, and we'll see you all in just a minute.